What's up, you guys? This is Chance from So By Yesterday. And before we get our show started, I want you guys to click on the subscribe button below. Go ahead. I'll wait. I have time. Perfect. And also, don't forget to click the like button. That thing right. Yes, that thing right there as well. And also click on the notification bell to be reminded of when we have a brand new show. Now, let's get to our show. Oreo. Cracker. These are food items, but they're also nicknames for people that look like me and act white. And so about yesterday's episode, we're going to talk about acting your color. and introduce my amazing host. We have Sarah and Jonathan in the building. How are you guys doing today? Hi, I'm good. Doing good. So how was your week so far? Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Anything new? Um, I go back to work tomorrow, so that should be interesting. No way. So are you like going to be going back to work in a hazmat suit or something? <laughs> um, Just learning the ins and outs. So we'll okay. see. So, like, Jonathan, are you about to go to work, too? Nope. Still work from home. Oh, uh, Yeah, I don't have to wear a hazmat suit and stuff like that. Um, I spent Memorial Day at my boy's crib, which uh, Chance was just giving me shit for because I was holding his son. And guess what? He's been quarantined. I've been quarantined for God knows fucking how long. So, yeah, I was around my friend's uh, two children. And yeah, they barbecued. It was chill. And we don't recommend anyone to really do this. Don't do what I do. Do what I say. Yeah, that's. <laughs> you you I, don't I know. You said. can get reinfected. Yeah. You don't know what can actually uh, go down. Uh, but that's. Yeah, but that's for another episode. And actually, I'm headed back to work next week as well. So I'm super excited. And I'm making sure that I'm double gloving when I go back to work. Gloves. Yep, double gloves. Fancy. And I'm actually talking about gloves. So, yeah, <laughs> keep your mind out of the gutter. But anyway, That's uh, in today's episode of So About Yesterday, we're talking about race. Can you act your color? So what I want to really talk to you guys about is what is going on with racism? So let's start off with the most colored person, the most ethnic person in this group, Sarah. Can you tell us what is going on with racism? That's a good question. Do you um, see racism? That's a, that's a like a lot to un, unpack. Um, yeah, I've seen people be racist, um, and I've definitely seen um, people just, like show their racism or um, show how they feel just because because I'm white and blonde and I look like a nice person like racist people will come up to me and say racist shit like oh like do you see that uh that woman over there like why is she wearing a hijab like mm. I don't know it's her because it's America it's her right like people will say racist things to me not to me and that's my privilege being white they just don't 
say it towards me, but I don't, I don't feel it, but right. they'll tell me things of how they feel against other people, which makes me super uncomfortable. But like, I normally tell them like that particular woman, cause I was at work. Right. Um, I was like, well, they have every right to be here just as you do. Um, just because you can't, you know, because they're wearing, um, like robes and stuff doesn't mean that they're not a nice person. Right. She's like, well, I don't think they should be able to. I'm like, well, that's your opinion, but so here's what you're allowed to do whatever you want. But like, here's what I really want to know: as a person who is white from the Caucasus yeah. Mountains, do you feel like you have a target on your back? Do you feel like no. with the current no. tension of race, with police brutality and all this stuff going on? You know, do you feel like kind of awkward? Like, I hope no one, you know, sees me as like an enemy of the state. I hope no I think, one sees me as, you know, go ahead. I think the only time I've ever felt like that was if someone saw me as racist. Okay. But I don't think that I've ever felt like there was a bullseye on my back because I, it's just the privilege of being white. I don't, if I, got pulled over by a cop i don't i'm not threatened for my life if i like was walking down the street same thing like i'm comfortable knowing that i'm okay and that's because of you know what i was born into but like uh i think the only time i would be afraid would be if someone thought that i was being racist you know when or i said something that came across you know how, how i didn't want it to and it just kind of snowballed from there like that's the only thing that I would be afraid of because I don't have to worry about those things. But do you have like any frustrations when it comes to the things you hear? Like, oh, oh, for sure. You know, yeah. like honky this, honky that. Oh, white people aren't. You know, because it's just oh, like I can no. make a comment. Like no, I, I just made a comment not too long ago saying that you have good credit. You know what I mean? But those yeah. are those that's are a, like inside. A, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that was, yeah, you said that uh, I have good credit and I could bake cookies. Um, you know I mean? a, a white woman and I was being yeah. racist and sexist at the same time kind of well yeah. to, to me that's because it's it's a joke and I don't take it personally like I mean my credit's alright and I don't do cookies <laughs> very often um, but I'm sure I could you know what I mean like it's right. not but I think what's going on in racism right now is just it's getting it's it's being propelled way too far because it's a, not too far but it's it's on the highest platform. Like they just announced that Jimmy Fallon uh, made a skit back in 2000 on SNL, a terrible decision that he impersonated Chris Rock in blackface. There is no, he explained there's no excuse for that. He's very starry. It was an unquestionable offensive decision. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like that happened back then. I don't, I didn't really hear about it back then. But because of what's going on in today's world, with everything being like, they're, they're, they're just digging up more stuff. And I understand these things were wrong back then, and we didn't say anything about it, and we feel as though we need to say something about it now. But I think he's smart enough to know that he should have done, he, he, he wouldn't do it now, of what's right. going on in the world. He should have done it then. It was okay. still in the 2000s. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I think people don't realize what they're doing. They just, like, especially for um, comedians, they make these questionable things to push those limits to see how far they can go. Um, right. and I, and hold for, on. I, I just yeah. want to stop you for a quick second because uh, I actually want to, because this is, this is very, very, very 
very, very important because when you, yeah, we'll talk about this. This is this is this is oh. hilarious. When yeah. they gonna Tropic bring this up? Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. This is Robbie Robert Downey Jr. So Iron Man. This is a guy right now that you're looking at. It's Iron Man. It's it's Robert Downey Jr. and he played Blackface in Tropic Thunder. So you have a, a actor that was able to go on and make millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. I mean, mind you, he had a really bad situation with drugs and stuff. So it was like, matter of fact, his like drug situation was so bad that nobody wanted to give him insurance. But little known fact, Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson actually uh, gave him insurance for Iron Man to kind of come back and do the whole acting thing. So when you talk about a comeback story, when you talk about people going through it, when you talk about people such as Jimmy Fallon, who has the roots on his show, when you talk about Robert Downey Jr., who has Terrence Howard as the Falcon, and then uh, Don Cheadle, there's there's a little bit of like, what? Like, okay, this happened a while ago, and now they're bringing it back. And you know what it also reminds me of? The Oscars, the whole situation with oh, uh, God, yeah. with uh, with Old Boy from Kevin Hart and the Oscars, where he did that tweet and the whole gay situation. I think yeah. you know whether you are a person who is not really in to gay things, or you're a person who's not really. We just all need to get along. We all need to recognize that in the age of the internet, we are going to make mistakes, but now it's going to be embedded forever. But I think the best way to bounce back from this is to admit, yes, I was wrong. Yes, this was a bad thing to do. However, this is a lesson on how we can move forward. But I want you to remember that Iron Man, the man who created a movie, or was a part of a movie that grossed over like a billion dollars or something, and nobody said anything about him playing Tropic. I didn't even think about that. Right. Like I like the movie, but I don't even think about that. Yeah. So with I think, him, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, with him, uh, like uh, Jimmy Fallon doing that, which was just a small skit, mm-hmm. which they had to rehearse. Yeah. And everybody's there thinking about it. And this is a whole movie that was played out and played all over. Yeah. You, you yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, how comes nobody's saying anything to uh, Robert Downey Jr.? I understand that. But I think what, what what's going on is that the media takes what's with so it's not corona, it's racism right now. So we're taking all that stuff and we're just propelling it into the from the media to the public and they're just running with it. And I know it's it's a bad thing to say it like that. And I know it's out there, you know? But it doesn't mean that we can't act different. We can't overcome some of these things. And it's always been there, but I don't think it's it, it's that bad now. I think the media is putting it that bad. But what were you saying, Sarah? Because Oh, well, I was going to yeah. say, I think it's like, um, like you said, how do I feel? I don't think I uh, feel any, anything in the sense of me being white, like done to me. But I think I could, I could definitely align with it um, being a woman. So if we're talking about like Robert Downey Jr., like, I mean, they, it, in the movie, I guess it seemed like they did that in order to make fun of that. But like, they should, if any time where um, someone plays like uh, a character that is of that race, I feel like it should be someone of that race that's playing them. Right. Uh, like, I remember, I think it was Ralph Fiennes that played Gandhi. 
Bob yes. Bynum is a great actor. Yes. But why would he play Gandhi? The same you way Matt Damon played the last samurai. Right. So that's Something what I'm saying. Quiet. Like, you can't just because you want to, like, and that's the same thing for women and going towards the Oscars. Like, there's never, like, women directors that are nominated. Like, you, there needs to be more of an inclusion in lots of things. And I feel I can align with that, like, as a woman. Yes. I, so, although I can't align with it being white and I, I see it as, as an issue and I agree that it's an issue, I can't see it within myself, but I can see that, at, like, for me being a woman. I I'm felt, so I felt that personally. I'm so glad you said that because when it comes to uh, racial identities, when it comes to inequality, I feel like everybody has something going on. And especially with, you know, women, as far as the, 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 the pay, the, the wage gap, as yeah. far as, you know, it, it's, everyone's dealing with something. So, I mean, obviously- oh, uh, shout out if you, um, if you've been looking for something to watch on TV, Miss America on uh, FX is really good. It's about um, women's uh, revolution and uh, just like watching like within the 70s and 60s of how women changed the game uh, with like Roe v. Wade and all that stuff. And yeah, so it's very, uh, if you like history like I do um, and you want to see how women on the left and the right uh, side of the political podium kind of, uh, you know, fought within that race of equality to watch it. I gotta check it out and give you some feedback <laughs> yeah, you know, on my it. next movie review. Yeah. By the way, if you're wondering why I'm sweat- sweating like I'm on trial, um, it's just hot in here. So please so excuse me and Sarah. And I had to break down and turn on the AC. It was like 90 degrees in here. And Jonathan's wearing a hat. I don't see how you're wearing a hat. Probably because he's freezing in the AC though. Or probably your because you're, huh? What'd you gonna say? Because no, you're probably uh, <laughs> scared. Because of your haircut, you're probably nervous because you got a haircut. No, I didn't get a haircut. I'm going to get a haircut later on this uh, week. Nice. Yeah. Well. Don't shape up? Nah, but yeah, I'm I'm just going to shape up. Yeah, I'm just going to shape up and stuff like that. But yeah. uh, Can you really act your color, though? That's what I want to know, because I noticed sometimes in my old job that I had people who had moments that said, you know, if you don't help me that I'm going to act like a stereotype, you know, and I knew what that meant, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't know what a stereo, what acting like your stereotype is. Matter of fact, this is the perfect uh, segue for um, associative heuristics, where essentially someone who solves a simple issue, who solves a complex problem by making it a simple issue. In, In summary... It's basically being a stereotype. So mm-hmm. if you see me on an elevator with holes in my shirt, wearing sagging pants, and my beard all out, then and a woman next to me is clenching her purse, she's going to associate the way I look and my race with exactly being a thug or a hoodlum or whatever that is. However, if I'm dressed in a suit and I have a briefcase on, then she's going to associate that with success and doing well. So associate heuristics is exactly what it sounds like. It's essentially just being a stereotype. We subconsciously associate certain um, stereotypes to certain races, because, like you said, because of 
um, we equate like A plus B equals C. Right. Just because you walk in, uh, you know, to a, and I realize Radio Shack's not around, but like, let's say I walk into a Radio Shack and I'm, right. I'm wearing like, I look uh, complete, I haven't showered, I look like shit, I have holes in my pants, mm-hmm. um, and I just gotta pick up like a battery for something. They're gonna assume that I'm poor. Right. Then I can't afford anything. They're not gonna try to upsell me on anything because they don't think I could afford it. Right. Whereas, just because I'm dressed like that doesn't mean I couldn't be a millionaire. And I'm just not dressed up that day and I didn't feel like showering. So like, you never know, you're making assumptions because we do make those subconscious, uh, that's where the heuristics comes in. It's like a subconscious um, act that we just do without thinking a lot of the time. I've even done that. I took a, um, a work survey once, I think I told you guys, where it was like, it asked a question um, like is, uh, if, if the kid came into the doctors and their dad was with them, uh, the doctor came in and talked to them and said, oh my God, son, like who is the doctor to them? And I, in my mind, immediately thought, oh, there must be uh, um, like partners, like two gay men. Mm. The doctor was a mom. I didn't even think that the doctor could be a mom. And I like, and I think that absolutely women could do all, but I, and sometimes subconsciously, like I'm just gonna think that the mom's gonna be a nurse or like a phlebotomist. Like I didn't think she would be, of course she could be the mom. So I just assumed that it was a man that was sleeping with another man because I assumed that the doctor had to be a man. And I don't think that way, but subconsciously I did. Well, actually, I want to add a little point to what you were talking oh, about. Oprah Rich. About Oprah, who's a black woman and a woman, got... Why didn't the store let Oprah buy the $38,000 bag? Man, mind you, Oprah was just la da 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 just going into a store doing some window shopping she was refused this was like in switzerland she was refused the opportunity to buy a handbag to buy a bag period and said no you look poor you look like you you can't you can't buy anything in here so shoo 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 and then later they found out who she was they're like oh yeah sorry we didn't mean that but it goes back to your point once again about just, huh. just they didn't know it was Oprah? No, this was in Switzerland. Oh. So I guess he, she probably thought it was Venus and Serena. I don't know. <laughs> I just know that uh, everyone has their biases and like you said and like we were talking about that the way you dress can articulate and translate in the way that you're treated but at the same time Oprah doesn't dress up like every day in street clothes, she's not a part of 50 Cent's crew or G Unit. She's a regular woman yeah. who's, you know, it's Oprah. So what do you, <laughs> what do you think, what do you think people can do to change that? Though? I don't think there's like, anything that people can do to change it except having a one-on-one conversation, doing like a a, a big brother, little sister type thing. Mentoring. That, right. That yeah. was. I was gonna say that's what I think of. Um, when I think of like rape culture in America is that you, you, you can't tell like what, like women to stop wearing that certain type of clothes or right. stop going to the club at night. Like it's not the women's fault. It's men that are doing the raping. It's fault. Right. They just shouldn't be rapists. So you're right. Like it kind of has to start off with a conversation to begin with of talking to younger, um, 
kids and younger adults saying like, hey, now I think honestly, I think this new generation is like way more inclusive than even the like millennials are. And we're pretty inclusive to begin with. Um, But they don't even consider it where we can kind of see both ends because we've seen America change so uh, vastly in the last 30 years. Yes. But do you remember having any conversations with your parents in regards to race anything? As I know for me, when I was younger growing up, my father just kind of drilled it in my head because you're a black man in America, you got to work 10, 10 times as hard as everybody else you know, white this, white that. And I understood the trials and the tri- tribulations that my parents, especially my father, kind of overcame. You know, this right. is like in the Jesse Jackson kind of era. So from what they've seen from the civil rights movement all the way to now, and then what we're seeing, like you said, until now, outside of using social media to kind of do like, positive hashtags and to do protest here and there um, outside of because may I mind you uh, I uh, actually take time during the during the I actually take time during the week to actually uh, uh, do something called uh, Wombaland so I do children's church at my church so well now we have the coronavirus but when we're not when you work on it yeah right I, I take the time to kind of um, hello reach out to kids and let them know that a big black guy like me is not a threatening dude. Now, man, mind yeah. you, I haven't done Wombland in a while, but from the time that I did do it, I had a little bit of a reservation because I told the person straight up, hey, I'm a big black guy. I don't think these white parents are going to let me go ahead and take care of their kids. Um, I'm a black male. Um, I know there's a lot of white Like, I'm not trying to offend anyone. I love children, da 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 but they yeah. said, no, that's what we want. We want people that look like you so they can feel included. And I think just being part of the conversation and just showing you're Sarah, you're nice, you right. lead like everyone else, you eat hamburgers, you, you know, you have a normal life and you're no different than anyone right. else. I think that's where we can start the change <laughs> in the conversation. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 So. So yeah, I mean, what I mean, what else do you think that we could do to bring change to the world, other than using money? What about you, Jonathan? I think uh, it's just I don't really see race. I don't see it. I see how you carry yourself, and that's all it is to me. I don't see the uh, like I see racism, and I hear about it. Uh, but the only thing you can change is like how you look at things or how you raise your kids to not see the color. Because it starts from the parents. Like right. this shit, this shit doesn't come. Like they don't, they're not born with this racism. They don't see those things. You know what I mean? They're taught these things. So at, for me, I feel as though it's like I would explain to my kids that everybody's the same. Like you have to embed that into school. You have to embed it into like the, what you're learning at home. And you have to like bring your kids around different people. Like you might live in an area that's predominantly white or predominantly black. You know what I mean? Like maybe bring your kids in different areas. Yeah. Like here's the thing. Like I I came from an urban environment, so I only known African Americans, Hispanics, maybe one white person. So if anything, he was he was like minority. Minority. You know what I mean? But 
what if I would have went to a different area and saw like things differently? I wouldn't see, or let's say it's hard for me to explain, but like you wouldn't see things the same way. You know what I mean? Like you being raised around different colors and seeing that they're no different than who you are. And then my parents are telling me they they bleed just like you. So mm-hmm. I think that's where it starts. You as a parent have to change it, change up certain traditions of like how you view things or how you see things. And the schools need to just like implement that. Like there's, there's sometimes like classes that are just normally like all Hispanics or all, all blacks or all whites. But do you think that there's power in knowing your heritage and knowing where you come from and understanding that the people that's you surround great. yourself that's great. look but, just but, like you? But that's great to know that, but you need to take it upon yourself to learn that stuff. And sometimes they say you'll repeat. If you don't learn history, you'll re- end up repeating it. Who wants to learn about all the shitty stuff that happened or who wants to learn all the shitty stuff that your heritage did to other people and that you could probably get away with it now that you're you're privileged? Not to say anything to you, Sarah, but like, why would you want to learn that? Because if you get instilled into that shit, then you're going to think that certain way. You're going to think. I mean, that like if I if I learned about um, like how. Let's say um, like the Indians. Now, uh, like the British colonies took over the Americas and did all these atrocities to Indians. Do you think that I, you mean I'm going to learn from that history that? Not that history. I'm talking about like slavery. I'm talking about all the hardships and shit that has that either your people, my people, Mm -hmm. people, anybody. I'm going to agree with my people in that or no, it's just. If I learn it, like I think sometimes it's it's the way it's taught, maybe, but okay. just it, it the way it's put out. It's just the information that's given to the children. Like they'll think so, saying privilege to somebody, they're gonna think they can get away with shit. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Like you shouldn't teach somebody that they're privileged. You should teach them that anybody can be privileged in economics. You know what I mean? Like a certain status, but not because of your fucking color. It shouldn't be portrayed like that. I know that's how it is right now. But if you start instilling that now, later on down the line, they're going to be like, it's either you're rich, you're middle class, or you're poor. Or you're ill-informed. Because someone's going to get mad and hear that and then say, well, why didn't you, you know, tell me about these racial issues that are going on. I'm sorry, Sarah, to cut you off. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, when it comes to privilege, yes, you can get privilege with finances. But at the end of the day... If you are a rich black person or a rich uh, person that's a Hispanic individual, you're that rich Hispanic person or you're that rich black person. That just shows me that you can do it. I can do it. She can do it. That's just showing me that not because it's a color. It's just because that individual is able to make it. And at the end of the day, for me, it just brings me right back. That's why I'm not saying much about this shit, because this like to me, it doesn't like it's not that it doesn't affect me because, yeah. My grandfather came from Puerto Rico and came over here and dealt with all this bullshit and had to work his way. But that's the thing. It's he didn't see that. He he probably dealt with it. But he when he tells me stories, he doesn't see he doesn't talk about the racism. He talks about how hard he had to work. And that's what it should fucking matter. I, I, I understand people do some fucked up shit, but understand like you need to cut that shit out or just push it to the side. Ignore the fucking stupid people who do this dumb shit 
and focus on the positive people that are around. Like when people say, oh, uh, like white people are always this way or black people are always this way. No, it shouldn't be like that. It's not, it's just people, stupid people. That's, it's ill-informed, yeah. like you said. It's the way you're raising them, what you're teaching them, what's being fed to them in on, on media and shit like that. It's just- how do you, why do you think they're ill-informed? That's why they have to learn the history. If you don't know the history of the past and you're just basing it off of someone like your your relatives or your parents or someone that's bringing you up. So you're right. It's it's kind of almost like what you're saying, what Chance is saying, it kind of has to collide. Like right. you you have to know the history though in order to know like what's, so that, I think that's my at the end of the day. I feel like we do have to know the history. I think when I learn more about history and like, um, what like red zoning laws and things were back in the day and like all the different things that made racism um, way more uh, popular like in you know the 50s and 60s why that happened and then seeing it today and how it's like kind of trickled down and the differences between cultures but you need to know the history in order to either get better or worse at it but then what Chance is saying you, you have to teach these uh, younger generations that it's uh, it's a bad thing or like you said you you we want to all work hard and you want to see each other on the same level I, I just I think that you do have to know the history though but I think you, that's it's a good idea to try to push it out of your mind but you kind of have to do like both both ways some of it is to say like all right don't worry about the haters and just try to be a good, you know, do what's good and do what's best. But the other side has to be like teaching the history and getting better at it rather than worse. Right, because if you don't know, you can't grow. And you can't <laughs> show. You know, and then like, well, you know, shining star across the... <laughs> exactly. Knowledge is power. Yeah. But Jonathan, Sarah, any at the end of the days, was that your... End My end of the day? days is like, for me, like, Fuck the like. I understand where you're coming from with the history shit, but just focus more on the positive things. Don't focus all on the negative shit that's out there. Focus on this person did good, that person did good. I don't see the fucking color. I just saw that they came up. Look at their their background, not their racial background. Look at the, what they came from. I I come from an urban area. I've made it out of somewhat of a fucking shitty situation. You get what I'm saying? Some people can make it out of shitty situations. There are people who have it worse out there, who made millions. Look at those things. Don't look at a fucking color of a person. And don't teach your kids that that there's a difference in the color. No, teach a kid that there's a difference on like ill will, Ill, Ill will informed shit, or you want to educate yourself so you become better. That's it. I, I don't know if that makes sense to you or whatever, but I, I just don't feel like the race thing to me, it's it's out there, but we just need to fucking change how we, we look at it. I'll agree. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we need to change how we look at it. I just, I think that, you know, agree or disagree. I think you still need to know the history. You can't be positive. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm like not against what you're saying, but it, it can't all be worked out by saying like, look at the good stuff. You know what I mean? So I'm not trying to play devil's advocate to you. No, I just think right. that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to sit here to just make it interesting, but I think that you can't just look at the good stuff and then hope things go away because they, that they don't, 
like especially when it comes to women or rape or races like you you have to know what happened in the past in order to make the future better because how do we mess up and you're right you got out of a shitty situation but why did you have to be in that shitty situation to begin with was someone else in the past in a shitty situation due to race or due to just being an immigrant or like i mean for me I, yeah i don't have to deal with those shitty situations now but like what four generations back like my you know so my family was ukrainian and german i'm like i'm sure it wasn't super easy uh my grandpa or great great grandpa in brooklyn or whatever uh being in world war one and being german so but he lived in brooklyn you know what i mean and he fought for the united states so it some of that shit like yeah i'm sure it wasn't easy at that point for them but now it's super easy for me like but for you the opposite like it wasn't you know you're closer to like the end of the gap of that particular racism and that's what we want we want to like take all of that gap away you're right we shouldn't see people as color we should all just like you're either doing good or you're doing bad and we're basing it off a morality concept not our ideals of what those particular stereotypes do or don't do so i think it's hard to negate negative and positive and like see it in, in that sense but i definitely agree with you that like at the end of the day you just need to like see people as they are they're not a certain way because of a color they're a certain way because of their humanity and their uh more morality i agree i agree with you. yeah and so I just hope- be a better person yeah everybody exactly and i hope that one day we can reach a point in all of our lives where we can see equality and see people for who they actually are and not what they look like. And as a wise woman once said, actually Rosa Parks said this, I believe there's only one race, the human race. So my name is Chance. I'm Sarah. Jonathan. And this is So About Yesterday. And before you log off, don't forget to subscribe uh, below. Ooh. Click the like button. Also, we have Kink Out. We have movie reviews. We've got a lot of things going on. So check the links yeah. below. But other than that, we will see you guys uh, later. Yeah, bye. 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 Hey, everyone. If you want to know why Chance is always in the doghouse, please subscribe to my favorite podcast every Thursday. Hey, Sarah. Love you, girl. Jonathan, I'm watching you.